I want to teach you something. Should I teach? Should I teach? Should I talk? Holy Spirit, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We have come before your presence today. Minister to us, change us, transform us. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you there? Are you sure? Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. It says that if ye be willing and what? Obedient, you shall eat the good of what? The land. So you don't eat the good of the land just by obeying. When you obey something, you must obey it what? Willingly. Are you here? So someone says, you know, Pastor, I've paid tithe, I've given offering, I've prayed. But you see, most of the things in the kingdom of God have to do with principles and systems. For example, you know, when God created the world, he said, let there be a firmament. He made the sun, the moon. The... You see, God doesn't wake up every morning to go and control them. Yes, that's why there is science. The reason why there is science is because science studies the principles or the systems that God has put in place and tries to understand how they operate and then we have science. Then we have all this, you know, photosynthesis, all kinds of systems that after we have studied the system that God has put in place, then we come up with science. That's why you cannot use science as the ultimate because science is studying what God has done. When human beings discover the patterns, then they put it under science. But those patterns are not enough because they are based on what we have discovered so far of the systems. Now, there are also people who apply the principles or who follow the systems of God without knowing it. Whether they are Christians or unbelievers, like the sun comes out to everyone, it doesn't matter whether we are a Christian or unbeliever, whether we are born again or not born again, the system works for anyone who follows the system. Now he says that if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat what? The good of the land. So he's saying that if a person is to take advantage of what is already there, there must be willingness and obedience in the person. For example, at work they will not promote you. Your boss will never promote you if you are always quarreling with him. Why do you get surprised that when a promotion comes up, they don't give you the promotion? When you are always quarreling with your boss. Like how? How? If you quarrel with your boyfriend, sisters, say amen. Not boyfriend, we have beloveds in the church. If you, if you quarrel with your beloved every day and you give him a hard time, ah, do you think he will marry you? The fact that the Bible says that wives submit to your husband, it means it's difficult to submit. So when you say, ah, it's difficult to submit, yes, that's why the Bible makes it a command. If it is easy to love your wife, husband, then God would not say, husband, love your wife. You would just leave it because it's automatic. You know? There is no verse that, uh, that says that... Uh, Thou shalt eat. You, when you're hungry, you eat. It's automatic. 
What is written is what you are not going to do naturally. Like naturally you are going to have sex. God doesn't need to write commandment number 11 and thou shalt have sex. He has put a system in you called what? Desire. The desires are the ones that ah, I feel that I want to do something. Hey! Somebody says systems. So he says that if you are willing and what? Obedient. You shall eat the good of the land. So th these are the basics of the kingdom of God. God requires what? Obedience and what? Willingness. Once you do something unwillingly, there's no blessing in it. Like, hey, let's say you give offering unwillingly. You serve in church unwillingly. You become a wife unwillingly. There's no blessing in it. God wants what? Willingness. Hey! Tell your, ask, tell your neighbor, if you are willing and obedient. Mm, it's like faith. Faith goes with patience. It's not just faith. You don't come and just confess and then tomorrow, sometimes it happens, but it says that through faith and patience, you obtain the promise. If you have faith and then you are not patient enough to obtain the promise, you will not get it still. You will still not get it. And you will think, maybe it's because I don't have faith. No, it says what? Faith and what? Patience. Now, today I'm going to show you how you benefit from an anointing. You see, when God wants to help me and you, he anoints a person. To anoint means to appoint and also to empower someone to do something for another person. This is what anointing is. It's not complicated. Anointing means you have been empowered by God to do something in order to assist another person, not yourself. That's what anointing is. And then it goes with appointment. A person but sometimes can be appointed but not anointed. That's why the person cannot help you. But a person must be anointed and what? Appointed. It goes together. He must be empowered and appointed. It, it doesn't help to be empowered, to have the ability to help people, but you do not have the position to help them. For example, if you have the ability to catch thieves and put them in jail, but you have not been appointed as a police officer, you see your power is useless. So when you are anointed, God, oh, you are a police officer, but you don't have the ability to catch anyone. Then your appointment becomes also useless. So anointing means that you have been appointed and empowered to help what? Someone. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. This is the beginning of the ministry of Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. <clears throat> he, Jesus says that the spirit of the Lord that is the empowerment, the anointing is upon me then he gives the reason why he, the spirit of God he is upon him he says that 
because he has anointed me to preach. He has empowered me and appointed me to what? Preach. Are you here? He says, what is he going to preach? The gospel. Gospel means good news. Now, he says, this good news is for the what? Poor. Pastor, poor in what? Poor financially, poor health-wise, poor husband-wise, poor spiritually, poor. What does poor mean? Poor means just lack. It just means lack. <laughs> to those who lack what God has purpose for them. So, Jesus was empowered, anointed, and what? Appointed. Say, uh, uh, empowered, anointed means appointed and empowered. That's what anointing means. So, because he has empowered me and appointed me to preach the good news to those who what lack. Are you here? So, the preaching of a the gospel addresses a lack. The first thing it addresses, it addresses spiritually what you lack spiritually, which is a relationship with God. So that's why it starts with changing your spirit. But you also lack what? Maybe you lack health. Maybe you lack peace. Maybe you lack a wisdom. So it addresses all those things. Then he said that he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, the sisters. Usually brothers are not brokenhearted. It's the sisters. You still remember your 2010 breakup till today. When you even hear their name Mertis, you become angry. <laughs> we just hear you say, Mui. we say, ah, what has happened? You remember. So he says that I have uh, empowered I, Jesus says that I am empowered and I am also appointed to heal the brokenhearted. Then he says that again, I have been empowered and appointed to preach deliverance to the captives. Most of you think deliverance is when the demons are going out. That is the lowest form of deliverance. That is the lowest form of deliverance. The, the highest form of deliverance is when your thinking pattern changes. You see, if I pray for you, you fall down. You roll. And when you stand up, you still think the same. Ah, you have not been delivered properly. Because you are going to do the same thing that brought the demon. The demon will come back. That's why you see, the, you, you always wonder that how. This person who fell in church last week and demons were coming out, this week is also falling and the demons are coming. Didn't know they came out last week. <clears throat> they came out, but the thinking pattern is the reason why the demon is there. There is a doorway which the demon are using to access into that person's life, and it has to do with the thinking pattern. So that's why he said that deliverance must be preached. And how? Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says that be ye transformed. Transformation comes when your thinking pattern changes. So church like now is about changing your thinking pattern. If church cannot achieve the changing of your thinking pattern, then it is failing. 
the way you reason and the way you see things and your outlook on life must change. And it must align to what we call the will of God or the word of God. That is the aim. So he says that I'm going to preach what deliverance. So Satan has you captive when you're not born again in your spirit, your body, and your mind. But once you become born again, most of the time he still holds you captive in your mind, the way you think. So from the time you were born, he has been programming you to think in a certain way by what people say to you and the events you go through in life. All what you have gone through is just programming. Satan is like an IT specialist punching things into your brain to reason. Like for example, there are women when things are not going well with the boyfriend, they go and sleep with another one to balance the equation. It's like, Nami I'm liar, so I will. That, that is a response. That, that is your thinking pattern. Yes. There is someone when they are not okay, they can close themselves in the toilet, a very smelly place. Close and not come out and not respond to anyone. Where did this person inherit this way of thinking? There are men who think that violence and oppression is an expression of love. When he, he's always threatening the girl, who's so clubbing and bam, putting him tender strong. That is a captive. The thinking pattern. There is a person here, you know. I once, I was talking to the comrades. And the comrades, they were saying, white monopoly capital. And I was listening to them. Yeah. Yeah. And then I asked the, the person that if you say white monopoly capital, what do you mean? You mean the person has money and is using the money to control and dominate and manipulate the system to favor him. He says, yeah, yeah. That's what the white people are doing. White monopoly capital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, okay, let's say you get the tender. You get the money. What is the first thing that you are going to do? Oh, I'm so taking Range Rover, Mara, You are the one contributing to this person having money. Your dream is to give him back the money. That's your dream. Like, like right now, we are fighting very hard to go and give him back the money. Yet you are saying he's, he's dominating you. You gave him the money. Who is his customer? Who is the customer? Like in this country, who are the main customers? It's us. You are the one who, when you see mama la patrenguestratuzomlula, utaxi quality, fruit and veg. It's, it's, it's you. It's not, it's not anyone. It is you. And then when you hear that a black person is a shareholder, it is you who's going to say, Ui man. As him investigate. Have you seen all these guys who have posted stuff? 
on the internet that they have cars. The latest one is this Hamilton Drovo guy. After he posted the cars, where is he now? They investigated him. They brought him properly down, properly down, properly to say, hey, where did you get the money when? How can you have so many cars in such a short space of time? Because it is a thinking pattern. It is a thinking pattern. It's like when you are black, you cannot stay in so you see that most things have to do with the way we think the way we reason that is that's why he says that to preach deliverance to the captives and to recovering sight to those who are what blind Meaning that the way we perceive and see things is not proper. It's not just physical blindness. It's spiritual blindness. It's also not having an, oh, the inability to see things for what they are. His actions, this one, this person doesn't love you. But it's, it's, it's because that we are blind. So the word of God or a man of God comes to remove blindness from you. That's why when you leave church, you must, when you are in your car, you must be thinking about something. It must make you to think that hey, here and here, I think my, my reasoning was not proper. My thinking was not right. And to set them at liberty, those who are bruised, those who are injured, people who are offended, people who are hurt. Offense is one of the major things. It even leads to divorce. People usually, when they, they divorce, it's because there's a party that is offended about an event. Whatever the event is, there is an offense. So, you find that other people to take a very, it's like they are diabetic in their mind and diabetic in their spirits. They take time to heal. Like Yasuga Manji Sugil. 2035. Right. And this is what you did. <laughs> if you are like that, you are bruised. You, all, you are already injured inside. You get hurt again. Yeah, we are at this London man. Asga, Asga Nangza is just says that cre, what? Yeah. Slav Belum Bayat. Go and we call. Whatever she said, that one. Aha. What's going on? You just get hurt. You always being offended is not because there's a offense now. Loans are less called. Then any small thing, less loans are But you see, the word of God has the power to heal that. To heal what? A bruise. May you be healed this morning. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm using this as an intro. That this is the life of Jesus. This is why God had anointed. And I said anointed means what? Empowered and what? Appointed. Now, in all these verses, did you see anything that had to do with Jesus? Does it say, and he was anointed to make himself rich. So anointing is for another person. That's why a lot of people don't get anointed in church. God can never anoint you to sit. Because you must be empowered and appointed to assist someone else. And how do you see that you are anointed? That thing you do very easily. That is anointing. Because you are empowered. You have been given the ability to do it. You do it very easily. Are you here or you have gone home? Are you, are you sure? Now, I'm going to, You see, this is the anointing. So, do you understand that the anointing is for you? Now, the question is that why don't we benefit from it? Why don't the poor become rich? Why are the brokenhearted not healed? Why are the bruised still not closed? Why are the captives not being set free? Why are people not being delivered? It means there is something in that person that keeps the person from benefiting from the anointing. Because I told you that the anointing is for the person. Like, I'm anointed for you. I'm not anointed for myself. Someone else is anointed for me. I am not anointed for myself. That's why you, you hear people like, especially young pastors like me. Ah! Nah, come in. I'm on my own. I'm anointed. End of my mistake. End of my mistake. Within a few years, you don't hear about him again. Because he doesn't understand that even if he can prophesy, cast out demons, raise the dead, it is for the person, for the other people he's busy raising from the dead. It is not for him. He needs someone to guide him and to keep him who is anointed for him. That's why you read the Bible. It says, listen to this. It says, Elisha, he had a double portion of the spirit that was upon Elijah, meaning he was anointed or empowered to accomplish greater than Elijah. And the grace that was upon him was greater than that of Elijah. So meaning that God can empower you more than your teacher. He can. But the person is still your teacher, he's still your father. But he can. He's like, my biological father, no matter how much money I have than him, it doesn't mean that he, he ceases to be my father. Does it? The same with the work. You can, the person who brought you up in the things of God, you can understand more after some time and be graceful. But it doesn't mean that you are above the person. Now, in this case, this guy, Elisha, was anointed times two. <laughs> but you see, the Bible says that Elisha didn't recover from the sickness that he had. He died out of a sickness. This was a person who was anointed, dead-raising type of a person. Now, they took Elisha and put him in a grave. Then there was a war in that area. They were fighting, 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 and then 
They killed one soldier. They happened to take that dead soldier and throw him into the grave of Elisha. When that soldier touched the bones of Elisha, he resurrected. Now you ask yourself, these bones, why were they not healing Elisha? These same bones. The, the El Elisha died from his what? Sickness. Yet his bones could resurrect a dead person. Sickness versus a dead person, which one is more difficult? So, God anoints people for us. You see, the issues that you have <laughs> and the things that you cannot go over is because the so you, you cannot receive from the solution. Your ability to receive from the solution will benefit you if you increase that ability. Hmm. The church is quiet. Are you sure? Are you sure we are here? <laughs> I wonder. Check your neighbor's temperature. Say, you came here, got 36.3. Now it's like, Ohambak bought 38. What is the problem? Mark chapter 4. Two. Are you here or you have gone home? When I ask you that, are you here or you have gone home? I'm saying mentally, are you here? Oh, yeah, we are already by Middleburg Mall there, passing Fujini. We are swiping already. <clears throat> and he taught them many things by parables. So he used stories to teach them. And said unto them, in his doctrine. So doctrine, he's saying this is a principle. This is a doctrine. It's a principle. He said that, heck and behold, they went out a sower to sow. They went what? A sower to what? And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And fowls came fowls of the air came and devoured it. Verse 5. And some fell on stony ground. Do you see that the seed is not changing but the ground keeps on changing? Do you see that? Do you see that it is the same sower, the same seed, but Jesus is teaching them that the ground is not the same. The ground which the sower is sowing the seeds is not the same. The church is still quiet. Where it had not much earth. So the one that fell on stony ground, there was not much earth. So there was not much soil. And immediately it sprang out and because it had not depth on earth, then it, it fell. But when the sun was up, it was scorched because it had no root. <clears throat> it withered away. Verse 7. And some fell amongst the thorns. And the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground, and it did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some thirty, 
Psalm 60 and Psalm 104. So it's saying that for some, the anointing and the word of God, it will benefit them. But even the level that it benefits a person, it differs. Some 30%, some 40%, some 100%. But all the others, the other three, because it talks about four types of ground, the other three, nothing happened. So mean three out of four, no benefit. The ones that benefit, who receive the benefit, they also benefit at different levels. Now, the first three, the thorns and all the others, those are the ones you hear them saying that, you know, I've been going to church, but I don't see a difference. The issue is not church. The issue is the ground. As long as there is someone else testifying, the problem is not the, the preacher. The problem is the soil. It's not the sower. As long as there is someone else who is testifying, whose life is being changed and transformed, the issue has nothing to do with the seed. Because if a seed doesn't have the ability to produce mangoes, no matter how the soil is, the mangoes will never come. That's when you see that the seed is wrong. But if the seed in some types of soil, it produces mangoes, do you see the trees coming up? Ah, then the seed is, a, is for mangoes. But the soil is a problem. I'm sure you have seen places where certain types of trees don't grow. Or if you grow mangoes in certain places or avocados, the size and everything, it differs because of what? The type of the soil that is there and the environmental climate that that tree it finds itself in. The environmental climate that you find yourself in because you are what? Soil. Let's go to Genesis. Go to Genesis. Are you sure? Go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. And the Lord God formed men out of what? Is it not soil? Is it not soil? Is it not soil? And he's using the example of a parable, the story of a sower, that when things are being sowed into you, what type of ground are you? And you know, most if you have done farming or whatever, you know that they are, even when the ground sometimes is not proper, you can temper with the ground. Yes, you can temper with it. You can put manure. You can put things into the ground to temper with the ground so that the ground can receive or produce more. The word of God works. The anointing works. But we must adjust what? The ground. Are you here or you have gone home? Let's go back to Mark chapter 4. I was showing you that you are the ground. Mark chapter 4. You know, one thing lockdown has taught me is that people must be taught properly. If they're not taught properly, they don't understand why things are happening in a certain way. 
it's, it's good. We pastors, we must teach you. Because sometimes we, you just preach, you excite people, and you assume people know. But even those who things are working for them, they do not understand why. Then, because they don't understand why, they then give wrong advice. Because everyone will come to you and say, ah, I see this is working. I see your marriage is working. I see that is working. Because you, are, you don't know. Because no one showed you the systems and the principles. Then you say, you give wrong advice. And because you are doing well, you say it with confidence. I'm going somewhere. Are you sure? I think we, 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 are, we, are, we, we, we have just left the bus stop. We are going somewhere. It's scorched, verse 8. Did we read verse 8? Yes. Then verse 9, he said that he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Obviously, they had ears. How did they hear the whole story? <laughs> Obvious. Obvious. <laughs> but he says he that has. You see, it means some people are not going to understand. Some people are not going to absorb what I'm saying. Some people are not going to reflect on what I'm talking about. Some people are not going to meditate. He's saying, like, meditate, listen, because I am telling you a kingdom principle. Hey! And when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked, of him the parable. You see, other people just listen to the story. They never wanted to understand what he meant. They just left. Then he says that 12, only few people, I, I tell you, it's only few people who usually want to understand. They took their time to say, what is this man talking about? The others were like, ah, Jesus was boring today. He told a story about soil and, and roots and sun scorching and fowls and, you know, <clears throat> And that how, that's how God is. God never gives you full information. God, he never tells you full information. God, he will, tell, he will say to Abraham, get thee out of thy country and thy kindred unto a land that I will show you. And I will bless you and bless you. That's not in, enough information. What is the address of this place? How are you going to explain to your wife, Sarah, that where are we going? Like, must put me 18. Siya. Because women want to know your vision. A proper woman. If you never ask a guy that, what is your vision? I love you. After, then what? Yet you can see there is no banoic grace. No, no, no. Maybe let me say banoic thinking. Banoic reasoning. Like, who 
There are people who you can see they are going to be successful. It's just that they don't have the opportunity. By the way, they reason and they do things. There is a person you know that even if you give them three promotions, nothing will happen. The reasoning. So, yeah, Abraham was also told, hey, Hambale, he was not given enough information. And that's how God operates. Not enough information. He might have told you this morning, come to church. He will not tell you that the reason I want to you to come to church is because pastor is going to talk about this and then he's going to solve this. You just say, oh, today I just go to church and then you feel like coming to church. He will not give you full information. And that's what we call faith. Faith <laughs> is lack of information from God. It's like it's like Maushata. One of the things that happen on your wedding day is that you become scared. Because you are thinking, grand grand, so <laughs> And then your friends will come, will come and ask you, so Mackenzie Pinch, Usho. You you are with me here. You are my groomsman. Usho Mar. <laughs> Whether it's love of your life or what, the fact that you are taking a big step, your mind plays tricks with you. That is this for life. The wives will not admit. For them, it was a glorious day of makeup and <laughs> and dresses. <laughs> so the twelve asked of him about the parable. Only the twelve. And when he was alone, okay, they asked him the twelve. <clears throat> and he said unto them, unto you is given to know the mystery. You see, this is a principle of the kingdom of God. He says, this is a mystery of the kingdom. This is a principle that I'm showing you. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. Then he said, that seeing that they may see and not perceive. Hearing that they may hear and not understand. You'll hear in church but not understand. You'll see things happening but you'll not understand why it's happening. Verse 13. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will ye know all the parables? So the parables actually, when you read the parables, Jesus was using stories to explain how the kingdom of God operates. That's what the parables are. The soul went to sow the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have yet certain, you see, Satan comes immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. So some people don't benefit from the anointing because Satan deceives them. 
does it deceive them? It's when you hear the word of God coming and you play table tennis. Do you know table tennis? Pa, pa, pa. So when you hear something being preached, already in your mind, there is a trigger to say, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I don't agree. It, it's not always the case. <laughs> Satan is stealing the word. Because what did he do to Eve? He said to Eve, is it really the case? He sold doubt. And Eve started thinking, did he really say we should not touch it? Or not eat it? Not, Eve ended up giving an answer, said not touch. He said not eat it. She said not touch. Satan was in. Table tennis had started. He takes away the word that is sown in their hearts. Verse 16, go. And these that are likewise which are sown on stony ground, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. That's where a majority of you fall in. These are the ones who come to church like you. They say, hey, mm, wow, we are preaching, pastor, what a word. That you are receiving with gladness. Behind your mask, you are smiling. I can't see it, but by faith, I believe that you are smiling. You receive it with what? Gladness. You say, wow, today pastor preached a very powerful sermon. And you assume the word of God has entered you because you are excited. You have benefited from the anointing. Continue. And have no root in themselves. And so endure but for a time. So you believe what was said for a time. How do you know that you believe something? If you don't do it, you don't believe it. If you don't leave it out, you don't believe it. You can say, I understand it. You can even preach it to others. You can even say it. You can even confess it. But if you don't leave it, you don't believe it. So that's why it says it didn't have roots. And have no root in themselves and endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction, affliction is also a change, an unfavorable change, <laughs> takes place. You cannot hold on to that confession. Or something that contradicts what you believed in, or you say you believed in, comes. You, you can't hold on. You can, pray for <coughs> you can pray for a job today. While you are in a job, you are praying for a promotion. The next day, they will fire you. When you came, you, you brought the seed for a promotion. The next day, they fire you. It's an affliction. Now, when the, the word of God is not deep in you, you will change. You will start saying, ah, see now. See. See. We are born. Then your friend will come. Mambo available, 
Actually, we should not listen to this. I beg a minute, wait. We are I beg a minute. We are humble. I am born alone. every day. We are not begging. When we busy, we are faster. We are prayer. Let's on to it. I am not going to be angry. This is a life when we are fasting and praying. We are born. Affliction has come. We are forty. We are not married. When persecution, and you see, it says that this affliction and persecution comes because of the words that is in you. When Satan knows that, ah, you have received the word, he said, ah, 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 ah. It's like when you are a lady and you announce that your marriage is sweet. Satan, weird. <laughs> you will be persecuted. <laughs> Let, let's say how sweet it is. That was the mistake God did with Job. The story of Job. God went out. He spoke a word. He said that uh, 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 there is no servant like Job. Satan said, "Ha!" I said, "Young boy." <laughs> and you say it says that such people, people who are in the church who receive the word gladly, what makes them not to benefit from their anointing is offense. They get offended, number one, because God didn't do what they expected him to do in the time that they expected him to do it. And partially it's because Psalm 127 verse 1. I'm preaching. Psalm 127 verse 1. We are going to come back here. Read here. I want all of you to read here. One, two, three, go. Change the version. Change it to message, maybe. Or NLT. Okay. One, two, three, go. One message. Read. If Kulungulagai cut in Dotayako, you might as well sleep. If I cut, yes. It doesn't matter which type of school we take them to. Which type of English do they speak? You know that special pedi English? Uh-huh. <laughs> or they pedi rice the English. Or they zoo it. <laughs> Unless God looks after the child, you are joking. That is why you, you, we wonder sometimes that, you know, you can be siblings like this in a line. Go to the same school. Under the same teaching and the same parents. But the way you come out, Pumal Muffin, Pumichok Chip, 
Puma Inangzana, Masconze, Mgwabo, Puma, all kinds of things from the and you never think that, but it is the same parents. Why are we coming out differently? There is a supernatural factor to what you have become. There is a supernatural factor. And you find out that parents make the mistake of making certain confessions on certain children and not others. That is the mistake. That is the mistake. Me, what I am today, I remember very well my parents would say I would become. And those my dad said bad words to, they have become that. If you are with me, I'm someone who observes things. If someone says things are like this, I keep it at the back of my mind. No matter how long it is, I want to see how it will, what will the outcome be. So, if God doesn't build something, so one of the disappointments in life is that one doesn't focus on what God is building. We go and build ourselves. We get the blueprint from ourselves. We build for ourselves. Make sure the material, then we blame God. Immaterial, we beg a lay when Uzamayako la immaterial. Ungulungulati naki safe house la pa. When Unjingelela. Ganusin Gulungul, Tata Lenfolio, your father in that safe house. Go Cassis. Father of Munglapa in the safe house. But when I will do phone monitoring, call monitoring. <laughs> so my hawks. <laughs> Unless God builds a relationship, it's useless. Unless he builds your children, it's useless. Unless he builds your business, it's useless. Businesses get wiped out in one day. In one day. Eh? Do you know Jet has been bought? I think Jet has been bought by Fushin. Edgar's, I think, also has been bought. During this COVID, he got wiped out. Look how prestigious Edgar's is. The smile on your face that you are holding a plastic bag with red, with the red squares, like, hey! But I'm good to get, that's a Mr. Price. My plastic is a Mr. Price, my father like telling. I'm going to beg him a thing. I'm going to pay the whole day, I'm going to pay the whole day, I'm going to pay the whole day. Unless God builds it, it's going to get wiped out. Company is closed. You saw almost. Now let's go back where, where we were. I've just shown you, God must be involved. But he gets involved through the anointing and through his word. The seed is casting which represents ones who hear. Uh -uh, you have changed the version. Go to King James. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, yeah, 19, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, 
and the last of other things entering in. Choke the word of God and it becomes unfruitful. So it says that there is a group. They hear the word of God, but something external, their own desires for external things or physical things keeps them from benefiting from the anointing. And he explains it clearly. He says, deceitfulness of riches, the last of things. Choke the word of God and make it unfruitful. So you don't benefit from church and the word of God because of how money has deceived you. Bishop always says that he's waiting for the day where he sees a millionaire playing drums or ushering. Why am I so full of have you noticed? Because one thing also money does is that you get used to people listening to you and no one telling you what to do. Or a promotion at work. Like I'm used to giving orders, telling about sebensi. So when now it's the other way around, naturally it sounds abnormal. And that's why when people start having money, they, they cannot come to church because it's like I'm used to telling people what to do. Now I must go to a place where I'm being told I'm not right. I can't. <laughs> it's too much. Uh, go to 20. We are, we are going there. Go to 20. And these are they which are sown on good ground. Such hear the word, receive, bring forth fruit, some 40, some 60, and 100. Now the problem here. We know now that there is good ground. But what makes the ground to be good? Because now, if, let's say, you are the other types of ground, the question is, how do you become good ground? We know here there is good ground. Where it's like, when you come to church, or when you listen to the word of God, or read your Bible, by the time you, your buttocks are lifted from that chair, you have benefited. It is, a, it is a service for healing. You are most likely going to get healed if you are sick because you are good ground. If it is a service where they are praying for people to get jobs, husbands, you will live with the husband same time. By the time you wake up, he's looking for you outside. By the time you, you leave the, the church, even if the guy didn't plan to marry you, all of a sudden he's looking for a ring. He doesn't know why he woke up on a Sunday to go and look for a ring. When all along he was relaxed. Good ground. <laughs> Good what? Hey! If there is a business deal, all of a sudden you wonder that out of all the people in this world, why are they telling me about this opportunity? You must ask yourself, some of you, even if you open a business, no one even, even considers you. Like you must ask yourself that Lava, the one they consider. Why? The ones they marry, why? Harigiri connection. Many people have connections. Many people have connections. Mm? You can even know the shoe size of that person 
and still the person will not give you the opportunity. You might even be, otherwise, but if it's just connections, why are the relatives of rich people not rich? If it's just connection, then I would think that the major connection, I'm sure some of you, you have a rich uncle somewhere, but you might be unemployed with that rich uncle. There's a connection. There is a connection. But how come your uncle doesn't say, ah, I'm fine. He goes and fetches a stranger somewhere and says, When you are here, I'm sure you yourself, you have some cousins that are unemployed. Why are they not looking after your children? Why don't you even think about them? They never came to your mind. You say, I'm going to look for an You went to an agent. Where is this? Your aunt who's unemployed. Shame on you. Connections. Yes, a lot of a lot of supernatural things look natural. They look natural. But let me tell you, nothing that you have comes by chance, even the job. There is someone who is more qualified, smarter, more what what, more 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 doesn't have your job. The day you saw the advert, they happened to skip that page. Somehow, the newspapers, those two pages were stuck together and then they skipped. And then when you look, you say, ah, here's the job, you got it. Even when you get an opportunity, your other, other people come and ask you, how did you know? How, do you, how come we didn't know? How did you know? How did the information get to you? Say, but how come me, I didn't know about it? It's like, you know, this mystery is like how a guy selects a woman. It's a mystery. Because when you look at yourself in the mirror, you realize you are not the best. <laughs> but to him, you are the best. That's why you always ask him, so do you love me? Because you are not sure. <laughs> How come you have not complimented me? Because you want confirmation that it is really true. Because your mind has seen others Toho moving around. <laughs> then you go there, you confirm that how, how come these days man marausho I don't know baby okay okay and then you don't say anything hey. so how 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 do we benefit from the anointing I'm going to say the points very quickly. There are long points, but I'm going to say them very quickly. How do you become good soil? You see, good soil mainly has to do with your attitude towards the sower. That's how you become good soil. The attitude that you have towards the sower or the one bringing seeds will determine whether you are good soil or not. It is as simple as that. A person who is always criticizing pastors, posting things about pastors, fighting pastors, will never benefit anything. A person who is always skeptical, reasoning. You know, when Jesus told him, them that he's the son of God, they said, but are you not the child of Mary and your brothers are there? <laughs> this son of God business you have come with. And John chapter 1, verse 12, it says that 
but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Only those who received him could receive his word. Those who couldn't receive him couldn't receive his word. But as many as received who? Eh? He? Who? The, he's saying that those who became something received the individual. The individual couldn't influence them to become sons if they couldn't receive him. I'm still in church and the church is quiet. Look at your neighbor and say, don't stress. Don't, don't be stressed. Now, Romans chapter 13, verse 7. Render therefore of all their Jews. It says what? They are what? Something is due to some people in your life. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Hey! Let's say you are a wife and you do not honor your husband. You don't show him that I appreciate the fact that you chose me. Out of all these skinny girls with Miss Universe bodies, you have chosen me. I appreciate it. You see, you are most likely going to lose that person. I'm telling you. You see, when you do not honor the people you are supposed to honor, let's say your parents, you will not receive any blessing from your parents. No matter how much they say, you will be blessed. You see, the, for example, when Isaac was about to die and he had two children, one was Esau, the other one was Jacob. Traditionally, the person who was supposed to be blessed was the firstborn, Esau. But Isaac ran to honor his parents before the older brother. What was due to Esau went to Isaac, uh, to Jacob. Because this one ran ahead. He, he was quick in honoring the parents than the others. You see, the siblings that you hate in your family, you think they are bossing you around, they, they know everything. Check that person. They honor your parents more than you. Check. Check. And the blessings of your parents work on them. When your parent says, Mtanam, for what you have done, because God is specific God is specific to say I need a blessing is not doesn't do anything you must you say You see, there are people to whom honor is true. 
seed that they sow into your lives will benefit you when you honor them. I'm not just only talking about men of God. I am also talking about your parents. I'm talking about your husband. Anyone who has authority over you has the power to bless you. Anyone. But are you the right type of soul now? You see, the fact that I can say that what my parents have said I've become is because I honor them. I honor them. When you don't honor, the negative comes very quickly. How about when you have a slimmer, when they so, 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 so. You shut and then when then, when then, when then. Like a tattoo. Like a tattoo. Tribute to whom tribute is what? Jew. Do you see that word Jew? It's like when they say school fees some done, I see ban, see Jew. It's not optional. <laughs> Check your SMSs. Jew by you, by you. Now my phones are a bash <laughs> it is what Jew. Are you here or you have gone home? Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. That changes the type of soul that you are. So, who are the sowers that are there in our life? A man of God is a sower in your life. Your parents, they are sowers. Because actually, a man of God only came as a result of the fall. When, when Adam and Eve fell, they were supposed to have spiritual responsibility over their children without a pastor. Adam and Eve. But because they fell, then God had to get tutors, external assistants, extra classes, and other things to come in. But originally, the person, your biological father and your biological mother was going to be the same, your spiritual mother and your spiritual father. They were going to be the same person. But because the flesh got separated from the spirit, because the flesh became corrupted, then God needed other forces, other people. Then came pastors, teachers, churches and others. That's how they fit into the equation. That's why your parents still has power to bless you. Because they are the original custodian of your blessing. Then God introduced men of God to fix things. Mm, to fix things. So when honor is due to a person, honor the person. Honor. Learn to understand. And for you to honor a person. Number one, you must first recognize who you must honor. You must recognize that I must honor this one. You must recognize. If you do not recognize who you must honor. You know, it, it is quite sad. That Christian would rather honor an unbeliever than honor a man of God. That's why even when I'm preaching, something in you is saying, ah, ah, because your, your way of thinking says that, you know, let me give an example maybe. 
we were during my birthday, we were somewhere with some people. They were asking me about honor, salaries. So the person was asking me how it started was that when I lay pastor in Lighthouse, do you get paid? So I said, no, I don't get paid because I have a job. That's what lay pastor means. I don't get a cent from the church. Oh, so when you're in full time, say, okay, you get paid. Then I asked them, but who do you think should earn more between a doctor and a pastor? A businessman and a pastor. I said, I always see on, on, on the paper saying, oh, they say this pastor is a private jet and they say it's a problem. I said, why does it become a problem when it is a pastor? They say a pastor is a Ferrari, it's a problem. I say me, I don't get paid by the church. But if it was up to me alone, without all of everyone, I think Bishop should have a Ferrari. He would not want it the way he is. But I, 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 I think so. Me. They were looking at me. I, I think he should have a private jet. They were looking at me with funny eyes. Because it's like, it, it's against, they never expected me. I, I, I think they should have a Maserati. They looked at me. I'm a pastor. <laughs> I, I say, they, I say, why do you think they should not have it? Say, no, but they collect people's money. I say, there should be an owner when he's rich. The money he get, where does he get it from? Does he get it from poor people? Who, who pays for the alcohol? It's not poor people. I've never heard you saying that there should be an owner should not drive a Ferrari. You, I've never heard you say that. Uh, when he's successful, you even clap hands for him. We see business like your servants. Nisa ya ya pumelela. Hey, they out. Ni boni le mara guti tengen. I say, but how come you? If we are going to use that as a, as grounds that the person, the status of the person who gives the money. Then uh, Bishop Wright and all those owners, we must bring them down. Because they take money from poor people. Makula, we start with them. They take money from poor people. But my, my, my question was this to them. How do we determine how much a person must have? How do we get there? Like how much, how much? Why does a doctor earn more than... A general worker. Hmm? Why? What, 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 what scale do we use? Or system? Then they started. Yeah. See, a doctor did a very difficult course. <laughs> Seven years. And they specialize. So the problems they solve, those who are specialists, is very different. And it's unique. And it requires special skills. And there are not a lot of them out there. Okay. Say, so, oh, are you sure? Yeah, Pastor, I'm very sure. 200% sure. Okay. A so, what does a doctor do? No, he heals people. Okay. He heals people. Wow. Doctor. Very powerful. So I asked them, so when a doctor drives an X5, do you feel pain inside your heart that the person you operated to get that X5 is poor? 
say, no, 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 no. He's a doctor. That's he's, he's, he's a doctor. So it makes sense. It does it not make sense? The reason why you want your child to be a doctor is because they get paid, you know. They get paid. The reason why you want a doctor sister yourself. It's like if you a, a doctor proposes to you, you you will not come and say Busiso proposed to me. You will say that Dr. Busiso proposed to me. <laughs> <laughs> I said they heal. So they said they are using the education, the speciality, the type of problem the person solves, the time the person uh, spent to obtain the skill. I said, wow. And the uniqueness of the problem the person is solving. I said, wow. I clap hands for them. I said, what is the biggest problem in the world? They were scratching their heads. I said, the biggest problem in the world is sin. Who solves that problem? That biggest problem is not the church. It's the church. Now I say, since you say doctors can heal, do pastors pray for people and they get healed? They say yes. So if we just use healing, they are all doctors because their final aim is healing. It's healing. So both of them are achieving the same thing. I ask them again, who should earn more? I pastor. I think the doctor. <laughs> I said, what does a psychologist do? He cancels people. What does a pastor do? He cancels people. I asked them, you are shepherds. What is more stressful between your job and looking after sheep? They say, oh, your sheep are a problem. <laughs> because you are working with volunteers, people's own will, since you are not going to pay them to come to church, they do anything. I said, okay. So me, I, I told them that because of what you are saying, I believe a pastor should have more. That's how I believe. I believe that when I get a bonus, my pastor should get bonus. That's how, how I do things. This is what I believe. This is what I live. Me, not you, me. Since I got born again. Because when I was an unbeliever, I was a proper unbeliever. You guys were in between. Me, I was proper. <laughs> so if I'm this side, I'm not a person of half and half. I'm a person of extremes. If now I become an unbeliever, oh, I can organize all of you, all of you again, for a bash this time around. I'm sure by now I would have many shibins around. And all kinds of things moving around. The same way, with more energy. So honor must, first you must recognize who you must honor. And I think, men of God must be honored. That's what I believe. You can believe what you believe. I'm explaining why I am good soil and you might not be good soil. I have recognized that, you see, this man of God, I honor. When is Bishop uh, Peter, who's my direct overseer, he says, I honor him. Birthday, honor. Never. Bishop K, Mama E, honor. Now it's Galatians 6.6. 6. Honor your prophet, our founder, the highest. 
I am aiming very high. Very high. Very high. I'm sure I'm aiming that most probably whatever you give as a church, I must almost get there. Then that's my aim. What you give all of you? I'm aiming to give almost that. Because I must give honor to whom honor is due. It is due. It's not like, you know when it's due. Some of you have not seen this. Your time is coming. <laughs> when they start sending you demand, letter of demand, <laughs> that you must pay. So first recognize who you must honor. Who must we honor? Men of God, isn't it? Now black people, we specialize in honoring the dead. Ah, die. You will see how they love you. They will buy you a 20,000 casket. When you were hungry, they couldn't buy you KFC. Just die. You will see. They will be there. They will buy you the best suit. Buy you a proper... Your tombstone. Your tombstone. You have 50,000. be meeting, but... I see God. Thank you. Not contribute anything. At least even Honor is not due to dead people. Honor is due to people who are alive. Go and tell your mother, I love you, mommy. Go and buy your mom a car. Yes. Don't stop saying mommy is demanding. Buy the thing. She could have aborted you. Look at you rich now. You have a job here. You are driving cars around. When your mother asks for something, you want to pendula. We call it black tax. It's an evil statement. You must spoil them until they say it's too much. There must be quarrel in your house that you are spoiling your family more than mine. Let's balance. Such quarrel should be there. I was not told it's by a shoop. Honor. Recognize who you must honor. Do you recognize them? Are you sure? Hmm. Let's finish. Number two. The how, how to become good soil? You must listen to the person you honor gladly. In your inner man. And you are just I cannot work. You must listen to the person what? Gladly. I can tell you one reason you might not get promoted at work. When your boss is talking, you are on the phone. You are saying what you are saying is useless. You are not intelligent enough for me to listen to you. What you are saying is not relevant to me. We are equals. What you are saying, I also know. Ah, let your boss see you with a pen there. Hmm. Okay, so what you are saying, and this is what the white boys are good at. 
they might not be educated, have education, but they are very good at that thing. When they want, even if you are black, black, logoba black, untak, lower gray, mangabu nesa body nechi mlung langa pass at utufuni position. Ah! Umnaneganga njenga pindo yobang om om pinda. Hey! They want something. You must listen to the person gladly. Show gladness. You are in church. You don't say amen. You don't say hallelujah. You don't say anything. You are just there. You watch a sermon of prophet on the TV. You are looking at it like a statue. You are watching two men wearing anders, half naked, holding each other. Don't you think you are gay? That's how my wrestling career ended. I really love less wrestling until my friend came and looked at me and said, We are born a Marambinj Gusunza, nothing done. Simbugan wrestling, you are born a Mosabo Petista, a Bobanba. Said, Let me explain what I see. I see a guy watching two other guys wearing underpants holding each other and he's getting excited. You are gay. I say, hey. <laughs> hey, people know. That was the last time I watched wrestling. I said, I'm not gay. <laughs> people are not people. Those of you who only get excited when you watch wrestling, like even now you're looking at your watch, why is he still preaching? If this, Assume that this is soccer. It's that last game where Baroka was playing with Chiefs. Chiefs offended me. But anyway, yeah. We watched that. But we could see that. They got better. There's a soccer we were playing better. But we watched in faith with eagerness that something might happen. We were still there. Yes, in church. Why you come to church? Don't come with the mind that when does church end? Because when you are watching TV, you don't say when does church end. It's in that Gomata Dr. Malinga let Le Aglala Mauni Mali. What wait, what was this? Aglale Mauni Mal. Yeah, man say clapping in sexual end. Aglalegi. In church. You are not listening gladly. Hey! So you must listen with what gladness smile behind that mask. Then you are becoming good what soil. Don't say why are these people excited? I don't see anything. It's falling by the wayside. <laughs> Stoning. You become good ground when you change your behavior. How do you change? I'm talking about honor. We are, we are all going to be given an opportunity to sow and honor the founder of this church. Are you here? Now, if you don't do such things in your life, it's not part of you. You become good ground by changing the way you think. One time Bishop preached to a man and he stood up and said, 
change now. And Bishop said, what? Why are you shouting like that? He said, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I must change now. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, change now. Change now. So you must change the way you behave. Your mindset towards some of these things. I'm not even reading the scriptures. There are scriptures there. You become good soil when you honor the person who is not present. Most of us, you know, we honor except when it comes to dead people. We honor people we don't know. For example, you find that Christians will pay for an event of a man of God they don't see and not pay in their own church. When you put it in church, they say, ah, it's too expensive. Or they will honor. You find that there is an artist. Because you don't see the person. You honor that person. When the person, they say, Beyonce is coming. Hey! Hey! You pay say fever the whole weekend. If they take it in 1.5, you will pay. Or you will not. You pay. I remember when we were in high school. Hey, because we were in Swaziland. Massive, I was fresh. It was like God has come. Jesus, the second coming of Jesus. Like Leo Friday, our school, <laughs> our school, Bible school, same groove. Like in the whole country, our school was famous for um groove. Says that this South African artist. When they come to Swaziland, sometimes they would pass by our school, knowing that the main people at the club will be us by fire, by force. We will be there. And as high school kids, we would pay a ticket, 200. We are in high school. Just remember back then what 200 was. Hey, we would pay and we will be there. Those who were in boarding school, they would lock them up Small girls, they would be going through the ceiling at night. Puma groove. But you know, move up with Amantua Matana, Ashai fans. Can't the Ashai fans, so my cutting. Girls have gone out. There is a taxi waiting that side. The person who used to organize the taxi was me. This. This busing we are doing now in church, I started it a long time ago on the other side. Don't worry, I started it on the other side. Hey! So we must learn to honor people even when they are not present. Also, oh, because I don't know the founder of the church, I don't know prophets, so I cannot honor the person. You know, one of the things that you, how, what you can use to see if people are genuine towards you. See how they talk about you when you're absent. Pastor, <laughs> oh, Pastor, oh, you bless me. Ngahamba. Maru pastor banga Ngoba bengi chage gupu emol. You know also why you get tired when you are in church? It's because your flesh fights the word of God. So you start getting tired. You feel like it's long. 
Can you have been here for 30 minutes? Your flesh doesn't like the word of God. Up until you, you make it get used to it. Which is what we are doing this month. Number six. Honor is when you give sacrificial gifts. You turn into good soil when you give sacrificial gifts. Now there's a story in the Bible that shocks me. That I'm sure if you read it, you'll also say it's unfair. What happened in the Bible is there was a woman who was about to die. The Bible tells <coughs> sorry. The Bible tells us that he was the woman and the son. They were about to die. They were left with their last meal. And there came a prophet called Elijah who had done so many miracles. God told Elijah where he was sitting that he was being fed by birds, ravens. He told him that, hey, stand up. There's a woman who's going to feed you. Go to her. When Elijah go to this woman who's supposed to feed him, this woman has her last meal and she's about to die. He gets to this woman and said, hey, wait. The woman said, This is the last pup for me and my son. Agna gravy, Uba ne gravy. Il palish no pina na no cereal boy. And I think God, Labanduba di milia bektrina. Why send this person there? Couldn't you have sent him to a rich man? I'm sure there are rich people in the country. Why, you God, are you sending this prophet to a poor person? Why? Who is about to die? Who is praying to you, God, that please help them before they die? <laughs> the man of God says, listen, I understand that you're thinking. But before, he says, before, did you put it up? Look at this. Yeah, thank you. See, these days, you have improved. I'll buy you Coke after church. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said. But, <laughs> somebody say but. <laughs> say but. Make me, therefore, a little cake first. <laughs> he said, before you and your son eat. <laughs> Break a piece for me. How? What? What? Does it make sense? You ask your neighbor. This is nonsense. Tell your neighbor. This is proper nonsense. Now, when you say that the man of God took money from poor people, you must start with Elijah. Let's start with her or with him. Then you must go to New Testament and let's start with Jesus. Because it says that Jesus one day was standing next to the offering basket and a woman gave her last coin. And Jesus said, this one gave the most. <laughs> Pastor Jesus, I need a meeting with you. Why didn't you return that woman with her last coin back and say, go and buy food? Why put it in the basket? You see, what you don't understand, there is a reason why the woman has a last coin. 
And even if she eats the last cake, she's going to die unless there's an external force. There is a reason why the woman is eating her last cake. There is a reason. You, you don't think about that. That even if she eats now, she's going to die. Anyway. There is a reason why this woman is giving a coin and not 100 rent. There is a reason. And Jesus is trying to solve the, the reason. <laughs> there he says, veringly, uh -uh, go back, go back, go back to the other one. This one is the Jesus one. Go back. I'm showing you spiritual, a spiritual principle. Are you here or you have gone home? Or you want me to shout all over the church and not tell you how things work? I will scream. I will sweat. Next week, I come with a towel. I will scream and run after, up and down, and then sweat. I'm showing you a principle. I'm showing you why things work. You see, those of you who have more money in the church than others, I'm confirming it to you. You honor more than the others. The ones who have, even me, I can, when I scan all of you in the church, most of you I know where you are in Biluen. The ones who have more than the others is the ones who honor more than the others. Like now. Like practically now. They might, you see, the person might not be as tongue speaking and as spiritual as you. But in that area, they have mastered the area more than you. And that's the, the deception Christians have. Christians think that if now I come to church every day and I speak more tongues than everyone and I look very holy than everyone, it means I've applied a principle. If you don't engage a specific principle, that principle will not work for you. It does not matter how come many times you come here, how faithful you are in coming here, how faithful you are in ushering and what. They are principles you must engage to get certain things. And Elijah said to her, fear not. So you are going to be afraid to do the thing. It's not only you. That's why Elijah is telling you, fear not. Don't be afraid of the step you are about to take. Go and do what you have said. Make a little cake first for me. Bring it unto me. <laughs> do you see the me? Do you see me? And after make thee and for thy son. Continue. Let's close. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste. Now my problem is this. The person who is blessing this woman is broke. He doesn't even have food himself. He came there hungry. Yet he's about to take out a blessing. You remember what I said about the anointing? It is not for you. Clap your hands for Jesus. Ask yourself, when Elijah was hungry, why didn't he say to himself, the barrel shall not fail? <laughs> he said, the barrel of milk shall not waste. Neither shall the cruise of oil fail until that the day the Lord Send it rain upon the earth. Say, from today you'll never be hungry. He's being told by a hungry person. What kind of nonsense? 
You people, you see, you don't read the Bible and you see the nonsense that is in the Bible. That's why we call it faith. This thing doesn't make sense. I agree with you. If you say it doesn't make sense, I also agree with you. I'm your partner. That's why I say this is nonsense. <laughs> and she, she went and did according to the saying of Elijah. Gladly. You see, there's no mama ring in between. She could have responded and said, but we are do you know what I've been through? Can't you see how thin my son is? He said he, he went and did according to the saying of Elijah. And she and she and he and her house did it many days. So all along this woman was becoming poor and poor up until she had the last meal. Because there was no nothing to help her to benefit from the anointing. Up until the prophet came and gave a specific instruction that, listen, before you die, change the type of soil that you are. So that, and he said, do it first. After the woman agreed to do it first, he spoke in the blessing. And the blessing went. Now, this is the, I like it. I also love the nonsense that we are reading. It's proper nonsense. This is the, no, if you ask me what works for me, it's the, this nonsense. This nonsense, I've been living this nonsense. I live, the no, this, but this nonsense is part of my life. I live through such nonsense. If I want something, I will look for my parents wherever they are. I will look for my men of God. I want something. I want something. When my wife, she couldn't get a job for some time, and she was going for the interview, I, I was blessed to have a pastor friend next door. That morning as my wife was going, I took my last 200, I went next door. I left. I, the, the person is a pastor friend like me. He's even my next door neighbor. First of all, I saw one room and I like two bedroom. <laughs> I moved from my house. I went next door. And I said, my wife is going for interviews. I need you to bless her now. I honored it. So it's not like a transaction. I want to stay him up <laughs> in his heart to bless my wife. You see, we have been friends. All of us, we have been struggling. We are praying. We tell them, oh, we put in the CV. Oh, I, we pray that it will go well. We are all there. But that time, I said, no, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to first. Ah! My wife, when she came back, she said, it felt like the job was mine before I even started. I said, ah, Jesus. Jesus. You are doing wonders. I remember a lady in the church. She got her first job. Well, when we were in Radium, then she was in charge of the children's church. When she got her first job, she said, her entire first salary, she's going to use it to buy instruments and things for the kids. She will not even eat one cent. 
were supposed to be in probation, internship. In that month, a person resigned. <laughs> resigned. Yeah, now when the internship, so let's say when the internship for what? Accountant. We are kala. Told salary ake kala. Katale man. I want to honor God. I spoke a blessing. When she did that, I said, you, you will receive speed from today. Isn't Ozako? We'll move fast from today. That's what I said to her. From today. From what, what you have done. Because I was also shocked. My heart was stirred up. I was shocked that there is a human being. Even me, I felt like we are overtaken. Naba no more. Naba no more. It's too much. When you are my member, be below me in these things. Let me. <laughs> I was shocked. I don't want to lie. I was shocked. I never thought a person. She's not like tongue speaking, fire breathing. But God convicted the person. It's not just like what I'm doing now. I didn't preach. It was not like after I preaching. The person just came and said, I feel that these children I'm looking after. They need things. So I'm dedicating everything. Ah! A person resigned. Who was there? Hey. Me. Permanent within a few months. Just like that. And this is a government job. You had to see internship your government. And about Hassan, most of the time, unless Joe McKenzie is doing a connection. <laughs> and, and, and that's, and that's, since then she has received speed. Children come out. Speed, it's just speed. I'm even shocked at the speed when I see the speed. I am even shocked. I am even shocked. There are many things that I've seen. Happening, God, God speed. <laughs> that I even can't say because maybe some of you will figure out who the person is. But hey, change the type of soul that you are. Change how you perceive the person who's talking, or like how you perceive prophets, will determine. Like some pastors were, were amazed. One of the persons who has used our founder properly is Bishop Musason. Do you know Bishop Musason, Grace Bible Church? He has used the anointing on our bishop properly. <coughs> properly. It's like, it's one of, if I think about churches, it's one of the churches that have benefited more even than the Lighthouse Pastors. Because he has honored him. Now if you check, let's say, let's use Grace Bible Church. Grace Bible Church was one biggest church. One. Hey, see Grace Bible Church now. Every time Bishop Musa said, similar to the, what we are doing, he's busy buying buildings, cash, Cape Town, 3,000 members, 5,000 members, 10,000 members, cash, cash, cash. In South Africa, pastors don't do that. Pastors owe a lot of money in South Africa. That's why they're doing during COVID. They owe a lot of money. You see, like what, what Bishop Musasone is doing is anti-South African because, yeah, as for borrowing, we borrow. 
we borrow. Hey, you see, because he has honored Bishop, our founder. The anointing of church planting, church growth, church building is working for him. It's as if he's not a South African. It's as if he's not a South African. It's just too fantastic. And you wonder that why as electors we can't do it. Honor. Because Bishop Moseson, he will take the whole leadership of Grace Bible Church, pay new shepherds. Each time they give themselves holy in Ghana, they are there. He even then said, no, we also want grace, uh, give thyself holy here in Grace Bible Church. We will pay for it. Do a, please come here and preach the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Honor. I tell you, it does wonders. Let's rise to our feet and pray for ourselves. You know, we must change the type of soul that we are. These days I get excited. Even my biological father, when he says something to me, I know it's going to happen. I get excited. You know, when I get some money, I just send my mother. I send her $5,000. I'm looking for a WhatsApp. When I give them feedback, I don't Because I've made myself into what? Good soul. I've made myself into what? Let's pray that we become good soil. Begin to pray. Sikatama, Satakatama. Father, we have been sony ground. The seed has been falling on the wayside. You told us that one of the things that will keep us from becoming good ground is that is the deceitfulness of riches, the last of the things of the world. We receive the word of God with gladness. But soon it falls away from our hearts. Jesus, I pray this morning, change our hearts, change our level of receptivity. Help us, Lord, to honor, to receive with gladness. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Change us. Change us to good soil. That the seed may have power to change us. Kandi Shanili Suga Karada. Maru Shinde Katama Palge Change us. 
for maximum benefits. Change us, Lord, for maximum benefits. Kalgunda, Shikala Basanda, Sebe Sandala, Rabbi Asandebala. May we give honor to whom honor is due. Our bosses, our parents, anyone who has the authority to bless us, let us give them honor. On this day, particularly God, we want to honor your servants, the man who left his profession as a doctor to start this denomination, who has taught us that there is beauty in serving you, who has taught us that as young people, we can give our lives and serve you. Lord, I'm grateful for the grace and the anointing that you have placed upon the men of God. I have benefited from it. I have increased through it. I have prospered because of it. Today, God, I pray, I pray, Father, that let us be a church that honors your servants. Let us be a church that honors our parents. Let us be a church that sees the beauty in honor to whom honor is true. Fear to whom fear is true. We thank you, God. I hear the Spirit of God say, one of the things that is causing this country to collapse is how they how South Africans ridicule, attack, and dishonor men of God. If there is no change in this thing, this country is going to collapse. Watch it. The economy is going to collapse. That says the Spirit of the Lord, a time has come for us to change our minds. In this country, the spirit of rebellion is a normal thing because that is how freedom was received through rebellion. But the spirit of rebellion is turning children against their parents. Children are becoming useless. They are becoming nothing. Because they do not honor anything that is authority. Whether it's at home, whether it's at a church. And this has brought a disease into a country of self-destruction. Father, we cancel the destroyer. Here in this church, we will honor those honor is true. We will not be like the rest. And we know God as we do this, you will keep us from the upcoming destruction. Lord, shield us from whatever financial crisis that is coming. We will be set apart because we have learned to honor those whom honor is true. We thank you, Lord, for revealing this to us. We pray, Lord, that you reveal it to more people. Help us to be good souls. Help us to benefit from the blessings that you have sent for us. I believe in this church seated here. No one will walk to this service. 
everyone will try. Everyone who is in this service this morning will have a house and they will not own that house. Everyone who is in this service will not pay bond for 20 years. For what? We cancel such tendencies. Everyone in this service today will get married in Jesus' name. There will be no divorce here. I cancel every divorce. Their word divorce will not be mentioned in any house. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Children, no one will struggle. Our children are going to develop well. They will grow up and be stars. They will shine at school. They will shine at work. They will shine wherever they go. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you have revealed the mysteries of the kingdom to us. From today, we are going to engage this mystery. We are going to engage this, this parable that has been revealed to us. Lord, as we make covenants with you, remember us. When they are retrenching people, they shall not retrench us. When others are being retrenched, we shall be promoted. When other businesses are going under, it will benefit us. As others are losing tenders, we are receiving them. In the mighty name of Jesus. We shall not lack in anything. Our children will not be sick. We ourselves, we will not be sick. Corona will be the thing we hear about next door. Corona shall not be found in our houses. If it manages to pass by, we will not know that even that it was even there because we will not even have any symptom. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, cover us with your precious blood. We know that God, if when we engage and we, we obey willingly, we will eat the good of the land. We are ready to eat the good of this land. This land is meant for us. Father, help us not to become too fat as we are getting more money. Lord, if we become fat, give, we will have money to buy her life. And pay for virgin active gym. We know, God, that you are about to bless us. That's why you brought us to this service. We know that you are about to change our lives. That's why you brought us to this service. There is a reason why you caused us to come here today, this morning. Lord, we are living with our testimony. We believe that our testimony is here today. And as we leave this church, we are living with our testimony. In Jesus' mighty name. If you are here and you are not born again, I want you to raise your right hand. I want to pray with you wherever you are. If you are not born again and you want to receive Jesus, raise your right hand. Is there anyone like that? You have not received Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior? Raise your right hand. I want us all to pray. Say, dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today just as I am. Papa, you know my sins. You know what I've done. I cannot hide anything from you. Today, I ask for forgiveness. I am sure that you have forgiven me. Because you have a soft spot for me. 
I know I usually get away with a lot of things. Because you love me. Today, I believe. I have been forgiven. Father, heal me from every sickness, every disease, every genetic disorder, every bloodline issue. I am healed today. In Jesus' name. God is healing someone. You, you, you have a skin, skin problem. You, it, you, are, you have some pimples that just started up, dead appearing and it itches around your face. It's around your face. On your back. Jesus is healing that sickness now. Jesus is healing it now. That itchy, itchiness that you have has ended today in Jesus' mighty name. There's also a lady here who have a gynecological problem. Healing has come. Be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Be healed. Jesus heals gynecological issues. He healed the woman with the issue of blood. Today he's healing it today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Headaches cease. Headaches cease. Headaches cease. Headaches cease. Headaches cease. In Jesus' name. Migraines cease from today. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power. Amen.